Hello, and welcome to the next episode of the Beauty and Aging Podcast. I am your host, Donna Mintz. I am an integrative health coach and the creator of Donna J Skincare. I focus on nutrition, weight loss, skincare, and overall wellness and well-being to help my clients lose weight, feel great, and look years younger. So today we are talking about food allergies, sensitivities, and intolerances. Now, the difference between these three things, the food allergy sensitivity and intolerances, is how your body reacts. Now, an allergy is a hard and comes on hard and fast and can have serious life-threatening results. Think of a peanut allergy and anaphylaxis. This is caused by the immune system in response to a food. Now, a food sensitivity or an intolerance is usually triggered by the digestive system and causes a much less serious symptom, can take hours to occur or even days to occur. Now, certain foods and even some healthy ones can cause reactions, digestion issues, and other health problems. Food intolerance or sensitivities can show themselves in the gut, on the skin, and even neurologically. Some of the symptoms can be diarrhea, bloating, constipation, gas, nausea, swelling, hives, acne, eczema, joint pain, respiratory problems, tiredness, low thyroid, brain fog, mood swings, and this is just a few. Now, sometimes we just can't figure out what is causing this reaction, whether it be a sensitivity, excuse me, a sensitivity or an intolerance. So one method to zero in on what your specific intolerance is, is called an elimination diet. Now, Your sensitivity or intolerance is going to be different than everybody else's. This is very personalized to you for you to figure out what is affecting you. Now, an elimination diet is the approach that eliminates, obviously, certain foods that can be causing allergies, digestive reactions, and other health issues. Once you remove these foods, you can then reintroduce them one at a time in order to determine which you tolerate and which you don't. Now, while most food allergies typically typically occur in early childhood, they can develop later in life. Researchers estimate that up to 15 million Americans have food allergies, including 5.9 million children under 18. That's one in 13 children, or roughly two in every classroom. That's crazy. Identifying and neutralizing allergies and sensitivities is crucial for long-term health. Untreated food allergies and sensitivities have been linked to increased risk of many, many, many very serious health issues. Now, a food allergy test given by a doctor is a great place to start if you've connected a food to a health issue and it may help identify the problem. However, like with any other medical test, sometimes the results are inconclusive. In addition, it's not uncommon for allergy tests to show negative results for a food sensitivity, which can cause negative symptoms, but they don't rise to the level of a true allergy. 
untreated food sensitivities have been linked to arthritis, atherosclerosis, autoimmune diseases, cognitive issues, neurodegenerative diseases, depression, anxiety, and weight gain. When you're experiencing ongoing food symptoms and a food allergy test hasn't helped you identify the cause, an elimination diet can be an effective tool to help you figure out what is going on. The basic approach is pretty simple. You eliminate foods and then you reintroduce these foods and then you repeat to confirm. Now, the most common allergens are peanuts, shellfish, soy, wheat, fish, tree nuts, milk, and allergies. Now, these account for over 90% of all food allergy reactions. So this is where you should start first. If after you go through the elimination process and haven't figured out what the trigger is, the next common foods to eliminate are all gluten, dairy, sugar, alcohol, caffeine, corn, citrus, legumes, processed foods, and hydrogenated oils. I know this sounds daunting, but if you are sick or uncomfortable, it really is a good place to start. Um, an elimin um, uh, the elimination diet always starts with an elimination phase where you remove the common allergens for a certain amount of time, usually somewhere between three and six weeks. Although research does show that the most positive health results occur when the elimination phase lasts up to six months. So by keeping a food journal, you'll be able to see how you're feeling on a day-to-day -day basis and actually an hour-to-hour -hour basis if you really get into the nitty-gritty of, of how food is making you feel. If you feel good after only three to six weeks, then start the introduction reintroduction phase. If not, continue with the elimination phase until you do feel better. The reintroduction phase is when you reintroduce the eliminated foods one at a time. Try each food for at least a week, recording in your journal how you feel and describe any symptoms you experience. If the negative symptoms return or new ones occur, that food is probably the reason for your discomfort. If you're not sure, you can always eliminate the food again and then reintroduce it again to see if your symptoms get worse. After you've reintroduced all the foods you've eliminated, you should reassess how you're feeling and if necessary, eliminate a food again. Now, I have helped many clients through this elimination diet process and it's with great success. If you don't feel as good as you think you should and need guidance with an elimination diet, please feel free to reach out and schedule a free consultation at www.donnajwellness.com to schedule that free consultation to find out how I can help support your wellness journey. Until next time, my friends, have a great day. Bye.